Pinball Podcast. All right. It is year one, day one, after Eclipse. This is episode 111 of the Pinball Podcast. I'm with Jessica tonight, and I'm Jeff. Jessica, how's it going? Fine. What was that? It's year one, day one, after the eclipse. Oh, no, no, I know about the eclipse, but what was that intro? Of Pink Floyd, Eclipse. Ah. Yeah. um, You want me to break you off more of that, or? (laughs) No, no, we'll we'll just go with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I reject all um, modern calendar systems now because, um, well, we'll talk about when we talk about what I've been doing in pinball. Um, but you know that that can come when it's my time. Should I go first? Yeah, you should. Okay. Um, yeah. So what I've been doing in pinball is this. I've been preparing for, you know what, that's not important. What is important is that yesterday I stood in the path of totality with my face turned towards the sky and I witnessed the total solar eclipse and it changed me. Actually, no jokes aside, it is legitimately the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I lost the ability to think for about that two minutes in totality. And what I saw and witnessed was indescribable and pictures can't capture it or do it justice or anything. Um, in seven years, we're having another one in the U S go get in front of the path, do it. I don't know. It's just, it blew my mind. And, and the reason I think it's so special, not just how it looks and how it feels, because the feeling is absolutely euphoric. It's crazy. I can't explain how it feels, but it's one of those things in life that no matter how, rich you are how much free time you have you can't buy it and you can't make it happen if you have enough money you can pretty much put yourself in you know any place on earth and witness any spectacle going on except for the clips just it's it's a natural thing that only occurs at certain times and you got to get out and see one jessica okay so we were at 99.6 percent yeah that's that's, at my office yeah that's (laughs) <laughs> I know it's not, it's not the thing, but I do know that, um, my boss and I, we brought our laptops outside and sat on a blanket and had our glasses and our coffees and someone in our office may possibly have, um, smuggled some fireball outside. And, um, we all sat and watched together. It was like a huge group of people from my office. And then when it was over, there were a bunch of people who were like, that's it. And I was like, 0.4% is still a lot of sun. Like a lot of sun. It's about 100,000 full moons. Right. Pretty much. But you still got like the weird gray flat light. Mm -hmm. Across the ground, there was definitely that wavy light effect that was happening. That was really cool. Got a little Um, cold. Yeah. If I, if I had more time to take off of work, I, I would have driven to Southern Oregon just to be in the path and, experience that but um it was not in the stars as they say well in seven years when it travels from texas to new york if you must you quit your job because it will change you like i said here's here's the difference between um 
being in like say 99.9% and 100%, it's it's not a night and day difference. It's a night in day difference. Like right. it turns night. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's not the cool part. I mean, it's neat that it goes dark in the day and stars come out and all that. But the the sight of the corona, um, I, it, it seriously struck me dumb for a second. Uh, I couldn't do anything but just like gaze at it. And I... I literally went slack-jawed, and my wife, who was just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is going to be neat. This is going to be cool. She actually teared up. Um, I was the one all super hyped, and I just kind of lost my mind. Um, but it's it was super crazy emotional, spiritual, whatever you want to call it. It's like a to-your-core shaking event. You got people, go out and just see the next one, okay? There's another one coming. If you miss this one, it's like 2045 for the next one, so... My friend also shared like a video from a previous one where the only like from land, you couldn't really see it. It was on like a Hawaiian air flight, maybe like Hawaii, Alaska, maybe. Um, But someone was filming it from the window of the plane. And oh my gosh, it was so cool because you saw like, you saw totality in this like little bubble of space with the sun, like just to the very edges. It was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, probably that's a, like, I've seen that video. Okay. I, I watched every eclipse related video on the internet <laughs> in, the, in the weeks. Okay. So to give you an idea of how excited I was for this, when we had the annular solar eclipse, like five years ago, um, I, I loved that. That was really, really cool. But I've been basically counting the days from then to the solar eclipse because I knew it was going to pass. Totality was only about five miles north of my cabin. So we went and stayed up there, and then we just drove up into totality. Um, but we went a little bit further north than that so we could get the full two minutes. But nice. Anyway, um, you know who will never hide behind the moon, not even for a few seconds? Um, nifty LED, they're too bright to be covered by the moon. That's right. Um, the brightest and best LEDs on the market. Not only for all of the classic games, modern games, but also um, they're the single source for replacement bulbs for Attack from Mars Remake and Medieval Madness Remake. So if you feel like uh, changing some colors and in uh, those games, they give you some options there. Um, so you can go and buy uh, some colors, some different white warmth tones if you want. But uh, they've got that, and I'm pretty sure they got some other stuff. Um, they've got balls if they've you're got looking balls. for balls. Yeah. I know there's a ball much. shortage. Not at niftyled.com. So... There was some other stuff that they specifically wanted me to mention. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll totally mention it. And I'm <laughs> just not. But I know one of them were the uh, Attack from Mars remake and Medieval Madness remake LEDs. Good job remembering so, one of the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, in all seriousness, seriousness nah, nah. one of the things I did in pinball um, over the last couple of weeks is I fully shopped out my Tron. And I put nifty LED LEDs in there. They look fantastic. I put a picture of it on my Instagram if people want to see. Just Instagram slash J-A-R-1-5-5. Um, 
I've and, fully been slacking on all forms of social media. So if anyone has um, said anything or posted anything, I just haven't seen it. So thank you for telling me because now I can go look for it. Yeah. The other thing I did with my Tron mm-hmm. is I put in Redshift's um, lighted ramp mod. And everyone's probably pretty familiar with Eli's uh, ramp mod that basically recreates the LE, Tron LE lighted ramps. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a, a thing of genius I want to mention. So for people who aren't familiar, it's not just this lighted ramp thing. Um, this Redshift um, mod is part of what he calls the Total Light Show. And what he's done is he's created a board that he calls the GI Interceptor. You put it in the back box of your game, so like a stern game, and um, basically all your GI and inserts route through this board. And what it allows them to do is create custom light shows for individual games. And um, the idea was to take a game like ACDC, take the pro version, and be able to recreate the light show from the premium and LE version on the Pro by just swapping out some of the bulbs um, and putting this mod in. And uh, so he's he's done this with Tron. So it it also updates your Tron light show, and you can it gives full control to the GI. But on the ramps, the big difference is is on his mod versus the previous mod is that the lights on the ramps can be controlled independently. So when you start light cycle multiple, one ramp can be blue and one can be yellow, or they could both go the same color, and they can react to switch hits. Um, they're not just like mode control. It's, it's very dynamic. So um, the mod's genius. Like It's not hard to install um, if you're just doing the light show. He's got Metallica, ACDC, Tron. Um, I'll probably leave a couple games out if I try and name them all, but go check them out. It's just... Redshift, uh, let me give the exact. It's redshift.com.au. He is in Australia, but his shipping was super fast, and the mod blew my mind. He's he's a genius. That's all I can really say about it. Um, he also has mods that let you do sound um, intercept and customization, but go watch some of his videos. They're pretty cool. Excellent. So, are you going to put that in the show notes that everyone goes and reads after our show goes up? Yes, Excellent. I will. Because everyone reads them and they have been asking for more and better note taking. We just um, need to start hiding like secret wonderful things in there, like contests that you can only find out about if you read the show notes. Um, yeah, exclusive content for our note readers links to the Kickstarter campaign that we're starting to release the Total Recall uh, prototype machine as Totality Recall. Oh, thanks for tying it back. Did, did I tell you about the the eclipse I went and saw? <laughs> no, um, I, I thought that you had taken a little trip. I wasn't sure why. Yeah, that was yesterday, which was uh, year one, day zero after eclipse. I was going to say you sound totally different today than the last time I talked to you. Oh, I'm renewed. I'm refreshed. I have a new outlook on life. And in the coming years and days post-eclipse, it's all going to be good. So, um, As far as everything else in pinball, I just did some repairs on Twilight Zone. I'm hosting a tournament Saturday, an IFPA event 
It's an open tournament where we're going to have some fun. But the Opto's blue on my Twilight Zone for the mini playfield exit. And if those aren't working, you can collect uh, the mini playfield by, if it exits, if you quickly shoot the uh, scoop. So I had to get that fixed because that was broken. I did that thanks to Marco for having those parts in stock. Quick shipping. Marco's, Marco's specialties is awesome. Um, and then I have been building my trophies for Dialed In. There's something special. Ooh. Yeah, because we're going to do a high score tournament for Dialed In, which is supposed to arrive tomorrow. Yes. Um, I know. So, yeah, it's scheduled for the delivery on year one, day two, after Eclipse. And I couldn't be more excited about it. <laughs> you, you would think that they could have timed it better so that, like, you know, the Eclipse ends and then Dialed In arrives. They knew I might be caught in traffic, which I was. Mm. Uh, traveling the 20 miles back to my cabin from where I watched it took three and a half hours. It was brutal. So, and that's why we're recording, um, a little bit later than usual. So not too much later though. Like I'm pretty impressed that we stayed somewhat on track. Yeah. Close enough. But (laughs) I think that's it for me and my pinball doings. Um, I did play an Avengers on location. Probably shouldn't talk about that because I'm all about positivity now. <laughs> I I've appreciate been, you. Um, I have been reborn. Positive. I've been reborn in the shadow of the moon, and I am I'm now an elevated soul. So <laughs> we won't talk about Avengers. So that's that's fair. I am fine to not. Um, do that so (laughs) good i'm glad because we're not um but you know what i am all about i'm all about hearing what you've been up to in pinball and i have a question okay first i just barely thought about this so my dialed in trophies Mm -hmm. are these artist um like reference mannequin hands they're posable hands they're made out of wood they're like yeah yeah. And so I'm having them gripping, like the first place is a big hand. It's gripping an old um, iPhone. It's on a base. And then second place is a smaller, like child size hand. And it's, it's uh, holding the hottest phone of 2006 or 2004, the Sony Ericsson um, phone that I had when I got married. But uh, would you paint the wood? Or at least just the fingernails to give it some life? Or, or just straight wood look good? Straight wood look good? Um, I don't know. Send me some pictures and I'll, I can give you a better opinion than me just trying to imagine this modern m- machinery marvel that you're posing in the hands. So we're not going to solve this now. That's what you're saying. I mean, we could solve it now if you would just you know, send me the wood pictures. No. Please note to anyone listening, do not send me wood pictures. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. No, don't, don't, don't do that. (laughs) I'm just going to beat you to the punch. Yeah. So like, um, normally, you know, when Don was on the show, he would have wanted that. So 
Well, you know, we've, you two had a very dynamic relationship. We've, but, but we've evolved. Um, I've been reborn in, in the shadow of the moon. Yeah. I'm not into that anymore. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll solve that after the show. Oh my gosh, we're devolving, and how many minutes are we into this? Only 16 minutes in, we lost Devolving? Uh, no, we've, I, I'm an evolved being, <laughs> so. Um, also, I'm really excited for dialed in. I can't. I'm excited for you. I can't I, even tell you. Man, I've been playing a lot of dialed in. Oh, so what I've been doing in pinball. There we go. Uh, playing all the dialed in I can get my hands on, basically. The more I play it, the more I love it. Um, let's see. I'm, go- I'm not even going to attempt to go in order of things. Normally I pull up my calendar and I'm all like specific about going through the things I did in order of the things that I did. But that's not happening today. Yeah, so- that calendar is not recognized anymore anyway so (laughs) right go ahead right yeah it's all post-eclipse now so uh so pre-eclipse things that i've been doing in pinball yeah we had our first ever battle of the bells um the monthly women's tournament that um my friend meg and i started here in portland so we're doing once a month um pin pin format our first one was over at quarter worlds which worked out well because they have so many games um, we had 20 players, which for the first time doing a tournament and for the tournament being all women, I was really excited about. Um, we had a bunch of people who have never played in a tournament. Um, we actually had two gals come who had never been to quarter world. And then they saw that quarter world posted our event and that there was going to be a women's event. So they came for that, which... Okay. My heart was so full. It was so great to see everyone there and and having a good time. And in terms of like the level of sportsmanship, like so amazing. And everyone seemed to have a great time. We got really good feedback. Um, Brenna took first place. She slayed it. Um, It was down to her and Lex in the the final side of the bracket. And then um, Brenna came back. Lex was sitting at the top of the winners and um, Brenna was waiting um, for kind of the elimination bracket finals. So Brenna had to come back and beat Lex twice to take it. So she did and totally slayed it. The two of them were on fire and Melissa was third place and she was killing it. Um, And Sue took fourth place, like such amazing players all across the board. Everyone was doing an amazing job. We had four Sarah's. So that was fun. Normally, it's like a million Jessicas and Bells. There's four or five Jessicas and Bells. So for battle, we had four Sarahs, which was fun and entertaining. So um, yeah, thank you so much to Quarter World for having us and hosting us. Our next one is going to be September 13th. um, And we are doing that one at Blackbird Pizza. Um, And that one... Chris Rhodes takes care of the games there and he's got a really good mix of games. I know I've talked about that before, but um, he's got a centaur that I just put up a really good score on um, this week. I think my best ever centaur game. Um, He's got a future spa, a radical, there's like a a collection of games you don't see in a lot of places in town. So I'm excited to have our next battle there. Um, I went to Seattle again. I know I'm, It seems like every time we talk that I was just in Seattle, but I was just in Seattle. Um, I joined up with the Seattle Pinball League, which is a monthly 
um, tournament that they have there. So this month it was pin golf and the pin golf was mostly on classic valleys. So that's awesome because classic about, I'm like all about classic solid state games right now. Um, particularly the stern and valleys, but okay, go ahead. I'm all over those things like forever. They are my favorite, like early solid state games. I'm finding more and more like this is my genre. Like this is the type of game that I really, really love to play, not discounting anything else. Sure. But if you give me the option to go play in a classics tournament versus uh, modern banks, like 100% of the time I want to play all of my games in classics. Yeah. Same here. I'm totally feeling that same way. And I think a lot of it has to do with the, um, just there's so much design in those older games because they didn't have, uh, they didn't, they didn't have the ability to differentiate through modes and such, um, with those displays like we can now. So there's like total areas of a classic solid state game that are really hard to get into. And it's like, did you get it to the upper left area or whatever? It's like, no, I couldn't. And it's, you know, it's, it's just like the games have so much design in them. And for tournaments, um, they have just as much risk reward as, you know, the modern games. Everyone thinks of modern games and how good the risk reward is with these deep rules. But with those classic games, they're so full of sucker shots, but the payoff is just huge. Almost, almost what you'd call game breaking if you can get to those. But, um, I don't know. I just, I'm all about them. So. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so we had, um, so Mitch hosted and he's awesome. His collection is amazing. So game one, hole number one was evil Knievel. Well, Uh, that's convenient. Right. So that um, I saw as a good sign. So Tommy over at this Flippin' Podcast just posted a um, picture of Evo all kind of set up at his place. And um, so, so happy to have him involved in the journey, Evil's cross-country adventure. Um, so yeah, good sign going in with Evil. Um, and then we had Matahari. Old Chicago, Playboy, Paragon, Caperville, Monte Carlo, Nitro, Ground Shaker, Grand Slam, Captain Fantastic, 8-Ball Deluxe, $6 Million Man, Flip Flop, Supersonic, Power Play, Xenon, Knight Rider, and Strikes and Spares. That's quite the line. That's killer. Um, It was awesome. And it was all outdoors. So some of them were in the garage and then there were some uh, next like a camper in the driveway and then there were a few on the front lawn and a bunch on the back lawn. (laughs) It was so good. Just like chill and they had like barbecue kind of thing and it was amazing. This is my, this is my favorite way to play like SPL forever for me. I've been kind of drifting away from the weekly tournaments for a while, just needing something to reinvigorate uh, my love for, I guess, competitive pinball. But this 100% makes me so happy to play in these. I love it. I'm Uh, super happy to hear that. Um, Paragon, I think, is so underrated as a competitive game, by the way. Oh, man. I got a hole-in-one on Paragon. That's (laughs) awesome. I want that game so bad. Oh, 
well, I, I partially credit that to, um, being able to put in some time on it with Pete back in New York when I was at my mom's house and went by his place to play it. He's got a gorgeous Paragon and just seeing how amazing he was at that game and, you know, like all of his technique and strategy and, um, you know, Steve Bowden came and played with us the one day there and just the two of them were putting up these monster scores. And I was like, I really need to work on my Paragon game. But the only one in town is um, over at Pop and, you know, the hours there don't always coincide with work hours, especially I've been, we had like a little transition at work where we changed my territory that I'm recruiting for slightly. And I've been at work until like seven thirty, eight o'clock for two weeks straight, like every night working super late. So, um, I haven't had a lot of time to get out there because pop is usually closed by eight. So, um, it was nice to be able to play it there after playing it at Pete's house and get the hole in one and just felt really, really good about it. And I got to kind of just walk away while the score was still screaming. So it felt really good to be able to, to put that up. And, um, yeah. And also I played it at, um, Jeff's house last month. Um, I, I played with, uh, Chris Chan and my group there and won that game on Paragon felt really good because he has a Powerball in it. So that's a little crazy for, <laughs> it's crazy but crazy wonderful so um so yeah so um that was on saturday we did the pin golf um and katie my friend katie and i we teed off together so we went and played through all the holes and the borg actually came up uh, and met us in seattle so um we got to play there and it was amazing um you know, got to play it a flip flip, of course, um, got some good time in playing games with my friend, Alan. Um, yeah, it was just a really great trip, um, hey, in wait. general, which Seattle has been for me consistently really fun. Okay. Wait, never mind. What? My wait can wait. Um, it was back in Portland that you met up with Taylor, right? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm, it's on my, it's on my sure out of order. Time list my that's cool i mean we can jump ahead if you want we don't need to do that um it's do it how you're gonna do it for some reason i thought that you guys had uh crossed paths in seattle and i heard you wrapping up seattle so i got a little worried Mm. no no to hear about that so go ahead okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to that since you've already gone and jumped ahead um (laughs) Yeah, no, so that was fantastic. Um, And then I'm going back next month for SPL again, definitely. Um, I'm actually going up there sooner. So Labor Day weekend is PAX, um, PAX Prime. It will always be PAX Prime to me, not PAX West, because it is the PAX. People still Um, call it PAX Prime. (laughs) Yes, 100%. So I will be there, um, and PAX is like meaningful for me because it's when my friend Matt and I, um, when he first kind of got me into pinball like a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, I had played as a kid, but hadn't played in a really long time. And he's the one who got me back into it as an adult. So, um, we went at PAX to the arcade and we're playing pinball there. So it's a nice, um, you know, every year I get to go, um, I help work the booth for Double Fine. If anyone out there is a game nerd, um, Tim Schaefer, formerly of LucasArts, 
His company now, Double Fine, is amazing. So if anyone's going to be at PAX, come visit me at the Double Fine booth. I will be there every day. Um, and it's always a really good time. So I'm stoked for that coming up. Um, and then, oh, so John Cawson, um, who I had a chance to hang out with at Pinberg, sent me a picture of a very super excited Emily wearing her Bells and Chimes Sea Witch shirt. I saw uh, that. Holding her first ever women's trophy. So yeah, huge congratulations to Emily. She's been slaying it. Like sh- everyone in Australia really better work, uh, watch out. And uh, I think that she's going to be able to come to Pinburg next year. So that'll be amazing to have her there and being able to compete. But she's just been crushing it in competition and I'm so excited to meet her um you know which I will for Pincade when I get out to New Zealand ahead of Penberg but yeah she's doing great so huge congratulations what if she decides to go to California Extreme instead she's she is not nearly as foolish as some other people we know you're gonna put all those people (laughs) on blast that were at California Extreme there were some really nice people there I'm sure there were, but you will also be at Pinburg next time. Disbar her, Eka, because I know you were. <laughs> what? No, no. And also, we're all independent. There's no barring. I know. I'm just kidding. But um, I'm hoping that next year that they don't schedule them in the same weekend, that there aren't I, any, yeah. um, any kind of scheduling you know, conflicts or things like that so that everybody has a chance to make it to all of the fine pinball events. Yeah, yeah. I know. Hopefully, maybe. I didn't mean that. I remember I'm positive now. Um, That's right. You're super positive. Yes. <laughs> I just made I just made uh, the uh, dialed-in trophy give me a bro fist, and we just knuckle, just tap knuckles. Was- <laughs> I like it. I'm a fan. Um, okay. Oh, I wanted to mention, so when I was at Pinburg, I met crystal from chicago for the first time and she has been doing um pinball tutorials so she has a site that i'm sure we can link to in those really cool show notes um called pb toots i've seen it yeah it's a tumblr account with her um you know her daily pinball tutorials so that's been a really cool site and i'm glad that she's doing that and it's nice to have something that comes out consistently and um you know kind of a new source for um you know pinball positive pinball videos content. and yes pinball positivity so um it was really nice meeting her and she's doing a great job on the site so everyone definitely um give it a look if you have not yet um So speaking of Matt, I'm going to backtrack for a second because this, my brain works in weird, unpredictable ways. So uh, my friend Matt, he is also an operator in San Francisco. Uh And a while ago, he had told me about um, an idea that he had, and I was super excited about it. Now everything is kind of in place. So um, he has machines. He has a Ripley's and an Adam's over at Standard Deviant Brewing in San Francisco. And um, he's got some signs up on them now that kind of indicate what he's doing. But um, 100% of the coin drop from those games at Standard Deviant, he's donating to the San Francisco ASPCA. 
So Very cool. yeah, it's amazing. So um, the games are a dollar a play. However, you are donating money to help puppies and kittens and um, you know animals throughout the San Francisco area get care and find homes. And I am just like super proud of the stuff that he's doing and putting all of his time and effort in to help raise funds. He um, last time I spoke with him, which was last week. Um, he had just picked up 55 pounds of quarters for all of the little fur friends in San Francisco. So, um, definitely if you guys are near standard deviant, please, please go in, drop some quarters, help some, um, fur babies. Tesla, um, approves this message and yeah, I, I love what he's doing. And I think it's a cool way to get involved in the community. Like if it's, you know, challenging to get a, fundraiser tournament together or anything like that um coming up with some more creative solutions to be able to raise funds for charity and um you know people are going to be there playing pinball anyway so it's going towards an amazing cause so encouraging everyone to go check that out i will uh maybe go check that out when i'm in town for city champ which i bought a ticket to (laughs) Um, tickets went on sale and sold out in like four minutes, something ludicrous, of course, because now every pinball event is going to sell out in five minutes or less. Um, but yeah, I got my, um, entry for city champ and spoke with my friend Sean. So I'm going to head out there, um, in December to play in that. It was a really fun tournament. So hopefully I will be able to, um, head out to Matt's spot while I'm there also. Okay. Oh, before I jump into the Taylor stuff, because that's a super fun, good time story. Um, Really quickly, I just want to thank everyone who reached out after episode 110. Um, We got kind of serious for a minute, and I know that we try and keep things nice and light and positive and happy. But, um, you know, I was going through some stuff, and I actually didn't think I was going to discuss it until I started saying saying the words. Um, Came out. Yeah, it was it was hard to talk about, but I so very much appreciate people who've reached out to me. Um, and as always, like if anyone wants to reach out or talk or not talk or just play some games, just let me know. But um, it's it definitely makes me so happy to be involved in our community that we have people who are, you know, giving that that um, you know lending an ear and listening to me kind of ramble about things when things aren't going well or who will also listen to me when I'm babbling about something um, inconsequential. So <laughs> I appreciate everyone for being there and listening and reaching out or not reaching out, whatever level of engagement you've decided to bring into this. It means a lot. So um, thank you to all of you guys. Okay. So I was super stoked because Taylor was planning this big Pacific Northwest um, trip with the whole family. So They were um, going to Canada and going to Seattle and coming through Portland and then um, going down into the Bay. So he and I had been talking and um, (laughs) he was basically saying, I don't know if I'm going to have time to hang out. So the first night that they got into town was Battle of the Bells. And I was like, well, come to Quarter Worlds because, you know, the girls can come. They can be in here until 
I don't remember what time they can be at Quarter World until, but I was like, you guys should just head over here eight o'clock maybe um, and play some games. And he's like, oh, we've got, you know, just got here. We're going to kind of hang around here. Fine. He went into ground control to check it out really quickly, but there were no kids allowed in ground control at the time. So um, the next day I was like, well, I am meeting up with my friend Chad here in town in Portland. Uh, my friend Terrence from Seattle is going to be there. So just meet us over at C-Bar. <laughs> then the, the health updates started. I Uh-oh. thought I was talking to you because... Uh, then I start hearing about like, he can't come out because of his rash. That's right. He's allergic to pine needles. Way more information than I ever needed. Then he sent me a picture of the rash, hundred percent more information than I needed. But, uh, it definitely felt like I was trying to get you to come out and play some pinball. Um, but he rallied, he got some Benadryl in him and, um, he just, Yeah. He pulled it together, um, brought the whole family, which was awesome. Um, I, I don't know if we have had occasion to discuss that I'm not very good with children. Um, I will never have any of my own. Um, but, you know, sometimes other people's kids are fine. I just don't know how to talk to kids or relate to them. It's just not on my on my radar. Uh, you attack Tesla. them, right? <laughs> it's definitely attack with my awkwardness. Right. So um, it was it was really nice when his family got there. It was just like, uh, hi. Like, I felt like I knew, you know, Pintech Ella, right? Like, we hear the stories all the time. And Kristen was really sweet. And Ava, like, everyone was just so nice when they came in. But there's that initial for me, just like child, I am over here. You are over here. I don't know what, how to close this gap. Out of our worlds mix. Yeah. Right. So I don't know where the crossover is going to be here, but I have to say like hanging out with Taylor was fine, but like playing games with Ava, like she's amazing. She's such <laughs> a great player and she was so sweet and like receptive. And you know, when we were talking about stuff to do on different machines, she was really interested and like getting to play games with the whole Reese clan is one of the best times I've had playing pinball in a really long time. Um, it was so cool just to see them and like we did some split flipper stuff and um, it was it was just fantastic. I had such a great time hanging out with them. Um, I'm glad he got the allergy under control long enough for us to actually be able to hang out. Um, yeah, it was it was really really great. Um, we had some some time like later at night when um, kind of the the girls headed back to the hotel where it was just me and Taylor and Terrence and we were playing a ton of dialed in. And I'm from New York. Terrence is from Jersey, and Taylor is from DC. And we have like maybe some angrier personality sometimes. Like we can play a little ham fisted. Taylor more than me, but I'm close. Like I'm getting, I'm getting in there. Although I only tilted once that night and he tilted a whole lot of times. Um, but we like got into it on dialed in and then we would like do a cleanser game on something else and then come back to dialed in. And we, we just played so much of it. It was a late night. I was tired the next day, but it was 100% worth it to, um, get to hang out with him. You know, I, Taylor and I had played a couple of games, um, at Pinburg, but not 
we didn't spend a lot of time. So it was really cool to be able to just like hang out and, you know, get some more games in and get some hang time in. And the girls are just so lovely. I got them some, uh, I ran out to my car and got them some of the Bell's quarter holders as little take homes. So they were loving it. Um, and actually when they first got there, Taylor was up front and I was pointing out the, you know, the, the TV with all the beer lists and everything. And this guy walks in, he's wearing like a pinball t-shirt and doesn't look familiar to me. And he's like, Taylor. And Taylor looks up, he's like, dude, like, you know, and then he says to me, he's like, you guys know each other. Right. And I was like, no. Um, so I met Phil Grimaldi. Oh, okay. <laughs> which I was like, Oh, I've, I've heard the name just on this flipping podcast, but had never met him. And I was like, do you live here? And he's like, no, Texas. And I was like, this is such a weird day. Like he just happened to show up while Taylor's in from Virginia. He's in from Texas, walks in. um, And it was a very rare crossing, like rare as if the moon crossing in front of (laughs) We experienced pinball totality. And you felt amazing, (laughs) didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then he um, he was super excited and he was like, went up to introduce himself to Ella and he like, quote unquote, like recognized her like she was a celebrity and she was so excited. It was adorable. Um, I have a million pictures I need to post. I haven't been social media-ing very well at all. I haven't posted my Pinberg pictures. I haven't posted the pictures of Taylor's visit. I need to get on that. I literally just updated my phone um, from the update that they wanted me to do like a year and a half ago. So sorry, I'm very behind on all the things, but then it'll be like a nice refresher when you see pictures later from a thing where everyone's already posted all of theirs. Right. Yeah. Right. It'll, yeah. It, it, it'll, it's getting late enough now that it will actually feel nostalgic for the people who look at it. So perfect. Yes. I'm going to do a retrospective. Um, Yeah. No, that was amazing, and the girls are awesome, and um, I hope that they also come to Pinburg next year, at least so they can hang out at Replay. But yeah, it was it was so much fun. Really, really loved it. Um, the whole gang, they're awesome people, and getting to hang out with Terrence, too, and getting to see Chad, since I'm not doing the weeklies anymore, um, and my friend Sauce came by for a little while. It was just nice seeing everybody. I'm super excited. Um, to play pinball in that environment, like not the competitive side. Like I, I told Meg too with Battle of the Bells, like I played in the first one, but I wasn't in it because I was trying to run it, you know, and you have that, you run tournaments, you know, do you have that thing where you're, you know, you want to play in the tournament because you want to like encourage participation from everybody, but at the same time you're torn with your TV responsibilities. What? Ignore, just just keep going. Is there a fire? <laughs> What's happening? <sighs> oh no! My kids are are lighting your house on fire. That would be quieter. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. When I host uh, events, I tend to play far less um, well than when I'm just attending one. Even though they're my own games, it's because you're so involved in the running and making sure everything's going smoothly and checking, you know, are balls stuck in that or is everybody getting to where they need to be? Yeah. It's a, it's a challenge. Almost as much of a challenge as keeping the basement door closed, (laughs) which I'm going to go close right now, but that's okay. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. 
I have in-laws visiting, and the kids are wound up, so. Anyway. Oh, um, gosh. I will be back in about ten seconds. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I went to close the door and my dog came running in because I think he was trying to escape all the noise and chaos. And he um, heard that there's an opportunity for him to trip the power again? Uh, I actually put something in the way that he would keep him from doing that, even though he's not even down here. I'm that I'm at that against that happening again. But um, no, my in-laws brought two dogs with them. And they are not of the same quality of intelligence as my dog. And he's stressed. I'll just, I won't get into particulars. I'll just put it that way. So I think he was looking for a chance to get away. Were you whispering so the dogs wouldn't hear you? So nobody, nobody would. (laughs) And yes, I don't want to hurt the dog's feelings. So that's nice of you. Anyway, um, yes, I totally, same thing. When I host, it's a totally different thing than just straight up participating, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird, and I didn't think it was just me, but it's still nice, um, you know, hearing that you also have <laughs> have that similar sensation. But I I pretty much let her know, like, I will not be playing in them in the future. Um, I said to her, I was like, it's totally cool that you do. Cause she was like, can I still play? I was like, yes, 100%. But especially in the format that we're in and with people who are kind of newer to tournament stuff, I just want to be able to have a little bit more control and oversight and be available to people whenever they need me. So um, that's kind of the decision that I made there because I wasn't, you know, I enjoy playing in women's tournaments and women's events, but I also wasn't enjoying that one because so much of my brain was focused on making sure that everyone else was having a good time. So it, um, you know, it's something that I don't have a problem doing and I actually look forward to being able to helping the events run really smoothly. So it's just kind of how I'm going with that. And then I will only play in Seattle Pinball League forever and ever. <laughs> uh only. Only. Exclusively. Only. This is definitive. I've got a contract with them. Non-compete. Non-compete clause on other competitions. So. Alright. Well, I watched the founder um last weekend. He says contracts are made to be broken, so you can wiggle out and you can play in other leagues. We'll see. We'll see about that. All right, so that, I think, is the stuff that I've done in pinball. Okay, well, that was fun-filled, and I'm backing way back to what you first were talking about. I just want to reiterate, I'm super excited about the Evil Knievel across America. Me um, too. Happening, because it's happening faster than I thought it would. But it's also happening in a more awesome way than I thought it would. So, I mean, it made an appearance at Pinburg in the way. I would have never guessed that that would have been part of the plan when this all started. So, right. That's it so was, cool. yeah, <laughs> that was amazing when Doug kind of commented on um, 
on Rob's post, like, can we use this in Pinberg? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's like, let me check with Jessica. And like, I was already typing, hell yes, please. That would be great uh, in response. So um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just the people involved and like the, the journey itself. There's so much. Um, oh, remind me, I need to ask you a question later about, about the evil thing. Um, that's not interesting enough to talk about on the podcast, but, um, yeah. So just kind of the way that it's moving, um, from Rob who did like put such amazing work into it. And, and I can't say enough nice things or thank him enough for, for everything that he did. Um, and then Tommy driving it back and, um, we, we talked, uh, had a little group of us together. So, Uncle Jack, Jack Danger, wants to babysit Evil for a little while. Um, and then Robert's going to be able to help shuffle him along and get him as far as AJ. And then we can get close from to me. AJ to you. Then you can kind of complete this cycle. And yeah, it's it's incredible. I'm so happy with everything that's happening and everyone who gets to be a part of it and I'm going to create a little evil scrapbook with his (laughs) adventures. Uh, Well, that's going to be awesome. Okay, so as far as news goes, there were a few things that happened. um, But I only care to mention a couple of them. Not for those other things unmentioned not being um, exciting or anything. But uh, I want to leave time to talk about what we're going to talk about. So one of the things is pinballnews.com relaunched. Uh, new design and it looks great so good job martin for that uh can you hear oh that oh my god there's like who's being murdered in your house um that would be my eight-year-old tyson um at this point whether it's play or real just maybe i could go either way but um if the line goes dead i'll call the cops yeah i mean wow that's going to be some fun background sounds if that comes through. So, Well, I can hear it just fine. Yeah, it's just in the post-processing. I might clean that out, but maybe not. Maybe not. Um, by the way, people, if you think that that's all real, it's too late to call 911. You're not hearing this for like a day or two after <laughs> this, so <laughs> knock it off. Uh, yeah, so Pinball News relaunched. Uh, looks great, so check that out. And also... You just mentioned that fine gentleman, Jack Danger. Um, He did a stream for the Jetsons and Total Nuclear Annihilation. Um, They did a great job on that. And it looked like a lot of fun for both games. So uh, he's got that stream archived on Twitch and YouTube. So take a little look-see there and get hyped about Total Nuclear Annihilation because it looks awesome. I cannot wait to lay hands on this pen. Like everything I've seen looks amazing. The art package looks great. Although it looked great even without art, just Sharpie drawing. I would be excited to play it. Um, It just hasn't made it anywhere near me yet. So I'm really hoping that we get one in Portland um, as soon as possible because I really want to play it. Wow. are you still alive? I'm, I just keep hearing thuds. <sighs> I know. I'm actually getting... Now I'm to the point where I'm getting a little frustrated. But let's just keep going. <laughs> but we're staying positive. 
are you are you there? Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. So, um I my my brain stopped for a second though. That last hit kind of jarred me into a um what's going on situation. Uh you were saying if you're in danger, the code word is cucumber. Okay. I say that word a lot though. So That's true. If I it, um cucumber telephone has to be it has to be paired that way. Um, cause if I, I may just get talking about cucumbers and right. There's no stopping you then. Anyway, Actually, maybe um, that would work. You would distract and bore the person attacking you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I grow cucumbers and I don't need to know. They're a fine vegetable. All right. Um, okay. So that's it for news. <laughs> That's not it for news, but that's all that we're going to talk about for news. Um, <laughs> oh right? Gosh. Right. Uh, there were some code updates for some games, whatever. So what we're going to talk about um, in this post-eclipse reality that we live in are just, we're going to talk about some games that are space-themed or sun, stars, you know, astronomy or whatever. Um and just go over a couple of things that we like about the ones that we bring up. Um, I guess we'll just bounce them back and forth and uh, give some thoughts on what is probably, after like cards or poker or whatever, one of the most used themes in pinball. Not so much recently, but over the years, there has been a ton of space-themed games out there. Um which I appreciate because I'm into of, the space themes. Yeah, a lot of them are really, really good too, um, which is nice. So, let ladies first give give me your first pick of uh, space themed pinball. Oh, okay. I didn't know that we were doing like picks. I thought we were just going to oh, talk about yeah. some of them. We are, but I didn't. You, I didn't do like a top five list or anything like that. Neither um, did I. Neither okay. did I. Okay. I. I just say you throw out the first game. Oh, okay. Uh, how about Solar Fire? How about that game? <laughs> um, I have only played it a handful of times, um, but it was in one of my Pinberg banks, and I did well on it. It reminded me a lot of like that Grand Lizard-type layout with the upper play field and that little horseshoe loop off the side and the drops in the center. Right. Um which I had a fun time playing. Um, and the artwork is super crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like the face that's like at the top right of the, of the ramp, the right ramp as it's going up, like that lady that's got the, I don't know, like extreme eyeshadow going on. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. And, and then the weird creature that's just to the left of the center ramp. <laughs> so. mm. I like the gal on the left flipper plastic like right above there who looks like she's from uh you know star trek the original series sort of um you know planet that she's they got would... a little bowie going well, well. There, there's a slight bowie yeah. um bowie-esque um and then the side art um on the head kind of looks like twiggy like very <laughs> Um, you know, almost androgynous space lady. Sure. Probably super thin and twiggy like, but no, uh, yeah. Uh, 
the weird part about it is just like a floating head. She's disembodied. Right, right. But. Well, you know, I don't... Space War? I don't really know what's happening in terms of the art on the game. It looks like uh, a lot of ships are battling, and I don't know yeah. uh, who the good guys are or who the bad guys are, but I know that it's a pretty fun game to play. It is. From whence comes the solar fire? Is it, it The back glass oh. implies it's from the sun, like a solar flare, but maybe it's the space battle. It could be. So... That's a good start. Um, yeah, nice Williams solid state game there. Um, I am going to stick on Williams as well for one that I picked. And I picked this one because I played it recently. And it's a game I, I quite like. I think it's pretty cool. And it's got some firsts to it. And that's Blackout. So the first game with computer-controlled GI. Um, Williams System 6. But uh, yeah, it's got the mode where it'll shut off the GI. And... Um, really cool effect, especially for the time, but I really like Blackout. Uh, it's got the, the spinners, which I am a fan of. It's got drop targets, which I love, and I think the art on it's fantastic. It's just a cool-looking game. I would not hesitate to pick one of these up um, if I got the chance. played a really, really nice one at California Extreme, and that's kind of what had my mind on it. So Nice. I love that game. Yeah, the art on it is fantastic. Um, my friend Jeff... Has one? Had one? He might not have it anymore. Uh, it's been a while since I was over there to play. Um, and we had one at Seabar for a little while. Um, but, yeah, the art is is very cool. Like, the color scheme and, and all that. And kind of the the center with all of the, um, the numbers kind of emanating out from that little, like, explosion yeah, point. Yeah. It's really cool looking. Um, I have fun playing that game i'm not really good at it um but i do still enjoy playing it it has three spinners i mean come on (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) hard to beat the three spinners um so i kind of um i'm going to bypass my obvious choices like stars and meteor that i own and love and we've already talked about a bunch but they're Um, great but they're fantastic we can say that some of my favorite games and and play adore them yes 100 percent um but I wanted to talk about a game that I have only played a couple times um, and was really excited when I found out that we had one in town until I went and actually played it. Can I um, guess? Which is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess, guess. Flight 2000. Um, no, because you know that I adore Flight 2000. <laughs> okay, Stargazer? You know that I adore Stargazer. <sighs> Starship, my, uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> Hold on, I have a Starship Troopers story. No, uh, both Flight 2000 and Stargazer are on my wanted to buy list. If anyone uh, along the along the evil path of totality um, happens to know of one, let me know. I'm going to add okay. it to the convoy. Um, uh, but seriously, what do you think it is? Um, I'm trying to think what space-themed game you haven't played alien poker no you would have played that more than a little yeah i i got last place on alien poker over at pinberg thanks for reminding me jeff that's that's cool countdown no i like countdown actually that was not um not the one i was thinking of the one i was thinking of is moonflight 
Moonflight. Okay, I've never played a Moonflight, but I am aware of it. Yeah, so um, it was a while ago when I was first like getting into exploring all the pinball spots in Portland and looking basically for any game I had not yet played. Um, I saw Moonflight listed, and I was like, sweet, we need to go play this. I love the color scheme on Moonflight. It is awesome. The color scheme is amazing. The um, like the lady astronaut who's holding a microphone for interstellar karaoke also very cool. Um, it's really neat looking art. Like it's very, um, you know, like it's like these ribbons of color all throughout the playfield, um, and the back class is just really neat looking. The, so yeah, the playfield looks like if instead of yellow submarine, the Beatles had done like yellow rocket to the moon or something like that totally yeah Yeah, it's very psychedelic looking um so there's a bar in town that has one but um it plays terribly it's really flat and so slow like i could stop have a drink like go put it down come back pick up another sip like go back in the ball still hadn't reached my flippers it was emulating emulating moon gravity (sighs) maybe um but apparently it's owned by the person who owns the bar and they don't have um aspirations to get it fixed they just like the way it looks and they have it there um but it is not maintained by anyone which is sad because i mean i don't know how much fun it would be if it was actually working but i would like the chance to find out so that was that's a disappointing one for me, but um, yeah. You see the potential there for it to be great. Yeah. Just unrealized, but yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, that that that's frustrating when you see games that are like in condition prison. I don't know how it, what you'd call that, but condition prison. I like it. Anyway, that's a good pick. I would like to play one. Like I said, I haven't mailed to. Um. All right, my my next one. I'm sticking on the multiple spinner front. I was going to mention Mars Trek. It's got spinners that are side by side. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's all I really have to say about it. Except for uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of had this weird, um, kind of po- semi popular revival um, in tournament play. I guess. Oh really? Uh, a little bit more back east. It's not like the most common game. You're not going to run into it, but um, I, I'd, I'd love to pick one up. Um, I see it trade hands once in a while, but I've never had a chance to get one. So um, so my friend Lisa actually used to have Mars Trek in her living room, dining room, in her house. So I went over there um, when I was doing um, the first Bell's Jammy Jam well, I guess it wasn't just Bells, but uh, open to anybody. We did Jammy Jam. So I did a Tommy side tournament, like for partners, yeah. where we had sleep masks. So one person would wear the sleep mask and the other one would tell them like when to flip. <laughs> and Lisa does screen printing. So we went into kind of her little basement workshop and screen printed all of these sleep masks with danger or tilt um, on the masks, which was super fun. And she had a Mars track upstairs. So we played a bunch of games on that. She has since moved. And I think the machine has changed hands since then, but, um, I got to play it a bunch at her place and it was really cool. And, um, just kind of the way that you'd spell everything out. And then that little horseshoe that you'd go through with the spinners. So you can hit two spinners with one shot. I mean, totally. Yeah. That was a satisfying, 
satisfying shot for sure. Yeah. Um, Marsh track, baby. Marsh track. It's a good, it's a good choice. I approve. Um, okay. So I just, when I was in Seattle, um, my friend Travis and I were trying to play, um, some games of target alpha, which is also, um, goes by solar city. And El Dorado. <laughs> and El Dorado and, and El Dorado. Third Strike and Lucky Strike and Canada Dry. So <laughs> I'm so happy you mentioned this because it was on my list and I'm trying to buy one right now. Really? And I'm going back and forth with an old operator. It's one of those situations where he has it in storage and he goes buy it like once every two weeks and you have to align your times. You have to hope that you're in a situation where you can just drop everything and run over there because he can see like a 10 minute heads up. Hey, I'm running over to the, <laughs> the storage. And it's like trying to align um, celestial objects in the sky to get there. But I have confidence that I'll be able to get this game. Nice. It's a target alpha in good condition. And I really want it. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was, um, you know, I have, I have played it. It was funny when we were at the pinball museum up in Seattle, um, playing the targets, like all of the upper drop targets would never come up ever. Like if you weren't playing the game, they were up. And as soon as you hit start, they all they dropped, dropped. Oh, shoot. without touching it. So it's like, how do you play this game without all it is. being able to hit the drops. Well, so. that's the thing. That's the one big knock on target alpha is that once you knock down all the targets, they don't reset on that ball. Mm. So you're left to hit the couple of standups and the rollovers and pops. But um, yeah, it's not the easiest thing to knock them all down on one ball anyway, but it happens. And But if you started the ball that way, it's as people say, pinball jail from the get go. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, I mean, if it was working, I'm sure I would have had a better time playing it. But it just made me, you know, I thought of that because that was part of my Seattle adventure. Yay! Yay! I like that game a lot. So, four player Eldorado. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> so, my next mention. Uh, we jokingly mentioned a minute ago, and it is actually Starship Troopers. So that's one of those crazy Sega games with the weird colors and strange numbers of flashers. Has Sega just did things weird? There's like, <laughs> you know, like all their games just have this strange feel to them. Like there's something that's always bigger than it needs to be, or or louder than it needs to be, or flashier. But I actually think Starship Troopers is a lot of fun. Um, I, I would understand if someone just completely hated the game. I could see how that could happen. But I, I happen to like it quite a bit. Um, the weird extra mini flipper is just that. It's kind of weird, but kind of cool at the same time. Um, it's got the world's easiest to hit pop-up target. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about the game that I like. Um, it's not something I would like go out of my way to hunt down to buy but um it, it's actually pretty fun to compete on even as imbalanced as the scoring can get on it but i like it so yeah um, so there are a few like when we were going over well as much as we talked about this i'm like 
cool. Like I really like Space Invaders. I think it's a super fun wide body and um, just kind of like looking along the whole space thing. And I was looking up <laughs> games and I came across a game that I hadn't heard of before that once I saw it, I was like, oh man, like even if I don't ever get to play it, I want like the back glass of it to be framed in my house. Um, and that's Space Orbit. Space Orbit. Yeah. So it's a Gottlieb EM. And okay. Okay. the yeah. art on it is amazing. Like it looks so good. The style that the art is in. I love it. It's like that um, over animated kind of like cartoony um, comic book almost styling to right, right. to the art um, and the characters on there. Like the the female character and male character are very like uh, like Rex Hardbody kind of like space guy, but she yeah, yeah. is like you know she's got like the the blue glow in her hair and she's just like very I don't know. Like, I love her portrayal on there. Um, and then I had followed it to, um, they had also cited um, Outer Space by Gottlieb. And the backlash is similar on that one. But on that one, the female character is much more like in panic mode looking than kind of like the whimsical sort of entertained by space happy image from space orbit so it's interesting that the glasses were like very very similar but that that change took place and i wonder if there's like a story behind it but i i don't know because i hadn't really heard of them before but um i love that art style i would love to find a back glass like that but um yeah i don't really understand um any of the story (laughs) behind it yeah so if anybody knows please tell me because i'm super interested we yeah that, that, that is an interesting change. Um, I almost wonder if it was... Oh, well, I guess I don't have to wonder. I could just check IPDB. But if it's two different artists... So Gordon Morrison did Outer Space. And... I wonder if... Uh, it was Space Orbit, right? Mm-hmm. Um... I will find it. Oh, it was Gordon Morrison as well. So weird. Like when you look at the two, it's definitely a redrawing of the first one. Like the ship looks different, but it's the same ship. Obviously, it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That's an interesting find. I would like to know the story between Space Orbit and Outer Space. So get on um, it, people. Homework. Yes. Well, Some, we can do we can do a contest. The first person to get us the story gets a thing. What what do they get? Oh, well, it'll be awesome. Yeah, whatever it is, it'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Almost as amazing as the next <laughs> game I'm going to bring up. Um, obviously, it's uh, one that would probably make most of these lists, and it's Big Bang Bar. Um, played it. I've played this game quite a bit. Um, I actually, it's interesting. I've played it a lot, and it's the original that I've always played. Um, I've never played one of the um, Illinois pinball reproduction ones. I've always played one of the original Capcom games. Um, But it's a very fun game. Uh, The layout's great. Colorful. 
the art's fantastic on it. Um, I dig it. It's there's not a whole lot to say. About it. It's not all that complicated of a game or anything, but um, I I don't know. I wish it was around a little bit more often, uh, just to get a little more chance to play it. But it's very cool. I, li- I like the idea of a theme, a space bar, like you know, all these odd creatures and stuff drinking <laughs> together in a futuristic space bar but it's good stuff totally yeah i um had only played it the once at sunshine when i went there last year and i was i was kind of sad um when i went back there this year that they didn't have it out on the floor so i didn't get to play it again but um i really enjoyed it when i got to play it so um hopefully i'll have a chance to play it some more i know that people were kind of saying, oh, you'll be disappointed with it. But having never played it before, um, I was stoked to be able to play it there and had a good time playing it. So, Yeah. It's a beautiful game. Agreed. Kingpin. Um, let's see. So um, this is a game that I got to play in one of my Pinberg rounds, which is Space Time. Space Time. Yeah. So space time has this weird, like in the lower part of the play field, it almost looks like a tunnel with different colored rings. And there's a light that flashes through them. And depending on, you know, how you time your plunge lights that value in the tunnel. So the plunge is super important on the game. Um, I had not played it before and didn't totally understand what I was supposed to be doing, but it has the time tunnel. The time tunnel. Yes. Yeah. So it was definitely an interesting game. I don't know. um, Another game that has integrated something like that in terms of like actually going down into the play field and having this little window where it looks forward on all these different um, rings that, that go and value from, um, from that center portion or what that looks like under the play field. Like, I just don't know um, how that all works, but I guess I could look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's best just to not know what you're doing and then take a, take a (laughs) one on it. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Do you have one more? Uh, Sure thing I do. Um, I have many, but we don't need to go over them. I'll do a. I'll do a. Also mention at the end. Do you um, want to do two more? Let's do two more then. Okay. Get your so, mentions in. All right. All right. So, countdown is my next one. It's a game I actually really, really like. And if I couldn't find a genie, I would have gone for a countdown. Um, I think it looks really cool. I love the art it's kind of crazy busy on the play field but somehow it works for me but um i dig it it's got flippers everywhere and it's got drop targets everywhere it's just a cool game um i love the uh the back glass it's like um i dream of genie in space almost or something (laughs) i don't know it's really weird um the guy's helmet's a poor fit. His head's too big for his body. Um, he's got a million hoses going in and out. And there's like some space goddess out in the window. So Of course there is. Because right, that's how they had to do it, I guess. But no, I, I think it's a fun game and just kind of cool. Yeah, I 
I love the art on that one. Um, I will forgive the fact that it is the game that I picked to play against Hannah in Pin Pin two years ago that got me knocked out. But uh, I love the game. I played it at Blair Alley, um, you know, previously and super enjoyed it. But um, Carl Lind, my friend here in Portland, actually just donated to Bell's um, an old Countdown Backlass. Oh, cool. For a Bell's Prize. And I had a moment of like, man, I want to win this, but I am not eligible <laughs> to win any Bell's Prizes. So I was, I was bummed, but oh. I, you know, have it and I'm going to get it framed up for, um, for a Bell's Prize. But yeah, I was, I was really excited to see that because that art is just gorgeous. Um, really, really good. Really, really good pin. I have a fun time playing it most of the time when I'm not losing pinball machines over it, but um, <laughs> yes, very much enjoy. Um, okay, so my second to last one um, is almost an honorable mention, which is Lost in Space. Yes, okay, so I finally got a chance to play one that worked well at California Extreme. So Excellent. Did you enjoy it? I actually did, and again, it's that crazy Sega does things kind of big and loud. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I actually totally dug it. Nice. Yeah, it's um, Softwares by my buddy Oren. Um, saw him again at Pinburg this year. And the first time that I saw Lost in Space, actually the only time I've ever seen a Lost in Space, um, I went to a tournament at Shanghai Tunnel here in Portland and walked in and it was upstairs, like because there's the downstairs part that has most of the pins and now they have two pins upstairs. And it was in there and I was like, oh man, um, and my friend was playing it and basically said, here, take my ball and walked away. And I didn't know why he went and got a drink, came back. I was still playing. It was in endless multi-ball for forever and ever and ever. Like there was something wrong with it where literally we played it for 45 minutes or an hour. We would just swap between the two of us and kept playing because it would always just kick you back into multi-ball. And so I it's like what was uh, wrong. victory multi-ball in Star Wars. I don't know, but you sure? There's yeah. a there's a bug in Star Wars where you can stay in victory multi-ball ah, basically forever. Exactly. That's why you're seeing people put up like 11 billion point scores. Got it. All right, that makes sense. But yeah, it's I mean it's a fun game. It was broken that first day that I played it, but I've played it since. Um, and you know it's a it's a fun. It's got that multi-ball like uh, magnet spin mechanism thing in the center and i don't know it's uh i'll yeah, forgive like, matt leblanc on the play field for a magnet spinning multi-ball like uh that they took for magneto in x-men exactly exactly <laughs> um my last one is that where mm-hmm. we're at yeah oh boy pressure because i've got several picks here um I am going to not go with the Sega that I had as well, because we've had plenty of Sega. Um, I'm going to go with Williams Space Station. So Space Shuttle gets all the attention, but <laughs> I think Space Station is pretty genius, actually. Um, it's uh, an awesome game to compete on, but it can also be maddening, because control is so hard in that game. But for people who are really, really good at control, um, they can just really just pound this game. I, I like the rules. I like the rules for getting the jackpot in the um, multi-ball. But it can be just so unforgiving and brutal. Um, but I love the art. 
I think it's it looks fantastic, um, both back glass and playfield. But it's a cool game. If I if I had to choose between a space station and a space shuttle, I personally would take space station. Though I know I'd probably be in the minority there. So. Yeah, I um, do not play well on this machine. They have one at eight bits um in Renton and I was playing in a tournament on it and I just completely tanked and then I was like all right tournament game is over I'm just gonna play it because normally you know I do terribly in a tournament and then I play it again and I'm just like oh I've done better things nope continued to tank over and over and I was just like all right this is so frustrating um, it can be like it can it's kind of like f14 where it can just beat you up so hard yeah totally but I do see the appeal, like the art on it looks really cool, and um, I'm sure if I was doing better on it that I would enjoy it more. But again, that's, you know, for me, if I don't have a lot of time to spend on a game and I have a bad run of it, then it's challenging. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Um, are we on my last one? Yeah, and then we can rapid fire some honorable mentions. All right. Well, I'm. I'm I just have. saved like my one that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about and go out on. For me, you can All rapid right. fire as many as you want. I will just throw them at you. So, please don't literally throw them at me. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, so my last one is a machine that I. So I will. I will say that I typically am not a fan of mini flipper games in general even though at Pinburg they totally did me right um several times but when I was in San Francisco last year for um city champ I was fortunate enough to go to Berkeley Max to play his EM collection and I completely fell in love with this game um and it is Spaceship Spaceship. Yes. First of all, you have amazing, like, astronaut women just zipping around in space on the back glass and on the plastics and on the playfields. And you have these, like, rockets. So it's you're advancing different rockets as you go through um, different lanes. So there's like red, green, blue, and yellow rockets. And um, for, for most of the stuff that we talk about, I pull up reference images online. But for this one, I just opened my phone because I took so many pictures of this machine <laughs> when I was at Max's place. I just fell in love with the aesthetic on the machine. I am still terrible at mini flipper games, but... For me, it kind of gave me that um, mild that appreciation. Well, <laughs> it, it felt really connected to, um, for me to like Meteor, how you're advancing the rockets, right? And there's things that oh, you're yeah. supposed to do in a specific order. And um, I really, you know, related to that and enjoyed that um, that part of the game. And, um, you know, I would love to spend more time on it. I would love to have it in my collection if I branch out into EM ownership at some point. And, um, but it's just, it's just a gorgeous game. Like the art is so stunning and it's that very retro future style of art that I adore. And it's, 
yeah, it's really, really wonderful. I had a great time playing it. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure Kim Mitchell brought one of those to Pinball Showdown one year. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you said that, I thought that's what it was. I went and looked up. That's totally what it was. So I think it was him that brought it. But I have not seen that. And that was like six or seven years ago. And that's the last time I saw that game. But I totally want more time on it now. So, All right. Let me throw a few at you. Uh, Eclipse, because um, that's what I'm about now. I actually don't think that's a super great game. Um, but whatever. Uh, Alien Poker, awful, ugly, just terrible back glass. One of the worst. Uh, just wanted to mention it so I could put down that back glass one more time um obviously there's firepower which is a fun game very good game apollo 13 um if you're ever at the pinball hall of fame you can play it there just go until you get 13 ball multi-ball started because it's stupid and ridiculous and awesome at the same time (laughs) that should be the only thing you're really trying to do when you play that game um go for that uh black hole it's brutal it's hard i love it um it's can be one of the most unforgiving games in tournaments. The sounds and on that machine yes. are amazing. They are space. So yes. it's awesome. Um, Stern Galaxy. Now, that was something that um, I got an opportunity to play a fully restored one at Pinball Showdown Ugh. that Ryan Grant brought. It was flawless. Perfect. Um, it won Best in Show, which was super cool that those Colorado people are like, they're a lot like your area of the country where they're, they are real pinball people. Like, they understand when something like that's before them. Um, but a very fun game. Um, so, I said Galaxy, but that was actually Magic. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> and then um, I'm going to stretch the rules. I know we're, there's a ton that we're not mentioning here. But uh, I'm going to stretch the rules and say Centigrade 37 is a space game. I just got to play that at the Borg's house because they've got all their games set up. Yeah, that's near the top of my list of games that I want. Um, It's so fun. It's one of the most beautiful EMs out there. the shots are so, so good on it, but it's not a true space theme, so I should shut up about it. But <laughs> any opportunity to talk about that game, if anyone wants to get rid of one, hit a brother up. It's very spacey. Yeah, I had only seen it, um, well, I guess, no. So I saw it in the museum down at Blair Alley, um, games that weren't on the floor. They have like this house that has um, all these games that are being worked on or whatever. So they had one there. And it wasn't functioning, but I got to look at it and loved it and took a bunch of pictures of it there. And then when I picked up my Stars and Meteor, the person who I got those from, he collects EMs. So he had one that I got to play a bunch there. Um, And now the Borg, they got theirs and it had been in storage. But now that they're in their house and have got things set up there, um, they have their Grand Lizard. They have, oh, another game that I'm going to forget the name of. And then they've got um, Centigrade 37, and they got uh, Party Zone as their newest pin. Okay. So um, pre-Eclipse, when you know all the news channels around here were just talking about how traffic was going to be crazy and on and on, um, the Borg lives five minutes from my office. So I just, we met up at 
uh, Blackbird and played some games on Sunday night and then went back to their house and played some games there so that I could kind of roll out of bed and be at work and not have to deal with any possible eclipse traffic, which didn't exist anyway. So, uh, but it was a good excuse to be able to hang out there uh, with kittens and play pinball. And Centigrade 37 is a fantastic game to go spend some time with. So Yeah, I was really excited to have um, some dedicated time on it. It was really fun. So that's it-ish for space-themed games. There's a million of them, and I know we didn't mention a lot of notable ones, but that's fine. And we mentioned some in passing because I talk enough about those. I know, I know. I, I, we did a whole episode on Meteor, so... Right? Yeah. So that's, not, that's cool. Um, I'm pretty much out of stuff for this week is there anything that we missed i don't think so i mean probably there's probably plenty of stuff that we missed but um i don't know my little list of things to not forget has been checked off so that's good okay yeah i mean the there are things that i definitely did miss that um i should have talked about specifically from uh you know nifty led side who support us so well niftyled.com um, should we do a live look in on where my dialed in is at? Let's Ooh, do that. Yeah. Um, because it's supposed to be here to tomorrow. And, to the minute dialed in update. And I'm a little bit worried because this morning it was in Iowa and I don't see how it could possibly get here tomorrow if it was in Iowa like today. But let's find out. I'd love this dead air while I copy and paste numbers into it. <laughs> The riveting sound of Jeff typing. Okay, this is a bull. It still says it's in Des Moines, Iowa. Well, um, either they haven't updated the site or you're not getting it tomorrow. It was picked up on the 18th in Lakewood, New Jersey, and it moved a little bit um, to Middletown, Pennsylvania on Saturday. On Monday, it made it to Youngstown, Ohio. Then it went to Rock Island, Illinois. And it's been in Des Moines, Iowa ever since. Um, so it's been there since um, year one, day zero um, eclipse event. And now that it's year one, day one after eclipse, it's still there. And it's supposed to be arriving year one, day two after eclipse. Maybe the tracking software hasn't updated to the new um, eclipse time that's probably it so yes. it doesn't know how to properly represent the status oh that makes so much sense now because scheduled delivery it says 8 23 2017 but that's not a valid date anymore correct right yeah okay because it surely wouldn't have moved like 30 miles uh in four days because that's madness oh. <laughs> Well, I, I will send you best wishes. And if that doesn't work, just go take Lee's. Yeah, but I want mine. Oh, I know. But, you know, for your... I, I mean, event. I'll do what I have to do. Right. But I want mine. Um, so, yeah, that wraps it up. And I, it, it, I like your explanation. Because if it's not that, it's probably not going to get here. And that would be very bad. So I'm going to hold on to that hope. And All right. um, I'll call them and ask them if they can update their tracking 
tool to um, work on the new calendar. So pretty please. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. That is we it. Wait. No, it's nope. not. No. What? Nope. It's what? not it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find us online at thepinballpodcast.com, on Facebook, and Instagram. You can also email us at pinballpodcast at gmail.com. Yay, pinball. Oh, my gosh. I knew Bowen was the yay pinball girl. All along. <laughs> yeah, it was Bowen all along. He's sucked down a few helium balloons. Oh, my gosh. Um, we played at the pitch, and that was the raw version right there, so... Welcome to our post-eclipse universe. I know. When the shadow of the moon passed over, the yay pinball girl ascended (laughs) to meet the alien mothership, which was hidden on the dark side of the moon and has left us. So, Well, that that makes perfect sense. All right, Jeff. All right. This was fun. Thanks. Bye. Bye.